Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Using pre-planned lines on dating apps to start conversation does not work generally for women because we have a sixth sense. We have like a sniff test. We can tell that those lines are maybe lines that you got from a YouTube pickup artist dude, or you even maybe came up with it on your own, but now you've used it for every single girl over and over and over. It's like that saying, Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day or teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a pre-written line and he'll date for a day. Teach him how to banter and he'll date for a lifetime. Or maybe not a lifetime because you'll find the one right away and then you'll stop dating and you'll just be married. But you know what I mean. I am Kristen from kristenandchill.com and I am the banter queen. I teach guys how to charm more than just the socks off of women. And if you're struggling in conversation, if you're getting ghosted, if you're never hearing back, if you're never ever getting the results that you deserve, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have the topic everybody has been waiting for. We haven't talked about it in so long, even though we sprinkle little bits of this topic throughout every episode. It is the topic of the friend zone, why you're in it, how to avoid it, how to make sure you never get into it. And we're going to explain the sequence you need to follow to stay out of it forever. Mike Hartz joins us. You are going to absolutely love this episode, so keep listening. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Ask Women podcast, where you get so much good information as well as entertainment. It's the show to listen to if you want to learn about women. And today we've got an awesome show because we have a very, very, very good guest who's going to give us so much good information on the friend zone. I am your host, Kristen Carney, of course, along with Marnie Kinras. And today we have Mike Hartz. He's from Hartz Centered Coaching and Speaking. He is a success coach and speaker who helps people reach their highest calling, whether it be in dating, relationships, business, or so on. So Mike, Thanks for hanging with Marnie and I today, even though we don't look very, well, I'll just me and I don't look very beautiful. Thank God this is a podcast, right? Nobody can see us. Christian, you do look beautiful. You always look beautiful. Yes, Mike, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. You ladies are beautiful as always, inside and out. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm excited about today. Yeah, no, I'm excited too, because we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics. The friend zone. And it's it's actually one of my favorite topics, but one of everybody else's least favorite topics because they don't want to be in the friend zone anymore. People don't want to be in the friend zone 
when they're attracted to somebody. So I would love to talk to you about the friend zone. And before we get into the actual topic, I want to know why you're somebody that I should listen to about guidance on the friend zone. Do you have experience in the friend zone? Have you gotten out of the friend zone? Tell me it all. Absolutely. So I've been speaking and coaching for over 15 years now. And one of the things, Marnie and Kristen, that I have realized is most of the men will come to me complaining, talking, and saying a term that I don't really like. They say, she put me in the friend zone. Mm -hmm. She did this to me. She, it's her fault. She did this to me. But after the first time you were washing dishes for her and she sent you out the door after five minutes, that wasn't her putting you physically. You did the acts to put yourself in the friend zone. I understand why men are hurt. I understand why men are in pain about it, but it's not the woman physically putting you there. You're just not following the right path to be attractive to women. Yeah. And I love that. That's a huge point. And one that I think needs to be expressed over and over again, because the truth is you are in charge of how others see you, right? You tell people, I tell that to my children every single day, you teach others how to treat you. And that is very true in love and relationships as well. You teach women how to treat you. So why do you think so many men end up in that space where they're thinking, oh, this woman did it to me. Like, what are these guys doing incorrectly that has this woman only seeing them as a friend, only seeing them as her dishwasher, only seeing them as the guy who comes over and fixes things and then she shoes away? What is happening on both sides? Yes, I think we've been taught in media and society that in order to be a perfect man, you must be some sort of doormat. You have to give women everything they say they want, you know, buy them things, tell them. I'm talking about initially from the jump, like the first weekend, the first two weeks in. We're not talking about treating your wife right or your fiance right. We're talking about like some of these men are, hey, the first two weeks, I'm going to buy you this car. Or I'm going to do this for you. Or I'm going to do that's overwhelming to a woman. So, or I'll pay for your rent because you have no money. Yes, yes it's not even buying yes. you a car, it's taking care. Yeah, I'm going to fully take care of you. And I'm going to have this creepy, weird expectation and pressure on you while I'm doing it. And I'm going to make little comments here and there to prove that I'm going to trap you, basically. And that's not attractive to any woman. It actually scares women off. Women want to feel comfortable. They don't want to feel like, oh, man, this guy's so nice. He is so nice. I can't let him down. And he pays for my rent and my car and my house. <laughs> and takes mm -hmm. care of my kids. I can't lose this guy. Right, exactly. I can't lose him. That's where we get into the, when the men say, oh, she manipulated me. But she, she is simply a beneficiary of your ignorance. You are not stupid. You're not dumb, but you're ignorant toward how to attract women. You know, simple as that. I absolutely love that. So tell me about the cures for this, like we understand why people are landing in the friend zone. And now we want a recipe or a path for getting out of the friend zone. Actually, maybe, you know, maybe we should talk about a little bit more about like aside from, you know, media sources, like maybe why some of this programming happens for men. 
why they go down this path. Like, do you think it's because when women are asked questions about attraction, they're typically speaking from the point of view of, I'm already attracted to him, right? So is that like mixed messaging that comes to men or is it from their mothers? Like where does all of this programming come from? And it's not just media. Absolutely. I think God wired us differently. I think women and men are wired different. I feel like women are, and it's a good thing, women are more emotionally based, right? Women deal with their emotions. Men are more logically based. So a man will think, if I buy A, B, and C and treat her super nice, she will like me. She said at one point, she likes me, which means nothing. But she said, she said at one point, she likes me. I heard from my friend this, that, and the other, and I'm going to date her, so I'm going to buy her this. That's logically based. But that's scary to think you can come up to any woman that you like and buy her off. That's not a good formula. Imagine if that actually worked. Then every husband would lose his wife to the highest millionaire bidder, <laughs> right? Exactly. So... As men, we say we want that to work, the logically based approach. I'm going to do this, that, and the other, and then I'm going to attract her. But you don't want that to happen. That's a scary offering to women. And women are emotionally based. So that means at sometimes she may say, I like you, but you may have done A, B, and C to turn her off by your needy behavior or whatever you're doing. You can have the perfect woman in front of your face, but If you act like, oh my God, I got to have you. You are so wonderful. You are so beautiful. I cannot live without you. This was in the first month. Like, that's bad. That's bad, bro. Right. That's not even going to be in the friend zone because you're not going to be a friend of hers. You're going to be like, let's just keep him at a distance. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, Kristen, let me ask you, since you are a woman sometimes, right? Occasionally. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your experience with guys in the friend zone? Like, what is the difference between somebody you see as a friend and somebody you see as potential for more? Well, it's so hard for me to say because I have so many guys in the friend zone right now. I almost feel like I have like a dumpster pot, not a dumpster, like a pile of men that like you could just scoop up with like a hoe or something, a big one, and just throw them all into the same pile. They're there right now. And I want to go through that pile and like dig for gold because I want to like one of them. I desperately want to like someone. But all these guys that are in the friend zone, I can't force myself to like. And they are so nice. They are in touch with like their emotions and my emotions and they're all decent-ish, you know, decent looking, but they do nothing for me. Like this one guy who is the nicest guy, we went out and I was bored. I was just like bored to death. I was just like pulling, like I wanted to pull at my face and just be like, (laughs) oh my God, you're so nice and boring. But he's a great catch In the sense of like, if you want support and you want someone there for you and all that stuff, which is what I want, but there's something missing in the sexual chemistry energy that you just can't make up. And then there's these guys that like, I have a crush on, on this one guy so badly and he doesn't talk to me and I want him so bad. Why? Why him? Because he doesn't want you? Is that what you want? What is it? 
Well, he didn't ever talk to me before. Like, we're friends on Instagram. And so it's not, we never talked in the first place, but I was like, ooh, this guy's intriguing, which to me pulled me toward him because he was different than all the other guys. But explain, give me, give me examples. What does that mean? What do all these things mean? What does it mean he's different? What does it mean he's doing his own thing? Everybody's doing their own thing. Well, he's kind of like a badass, I guess he's like a camera guy, like, but he goes into scary areas and like bad situations and political like scary zones and he films and he wears like, I mean, probably because of COVID, but he's kind of got the bandana like, you know, that he can pull up, but he's got the bandana, he's got the camera, he's kind of got this like, he's strong and I, he's blonde and I don't like blondes, but there's something about that energy of like, he seems strong, doesn't give a fuck and he's smokes. And I know that could be a turnoff for a lot of people, but in one picture, he's got like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth as he's like filming this like chaotic event and he surfs and he's muscular. I'm like, oh my God, every time I see him online, I'm like, like pay attention to me, please. <laughs> well, so Mike, yeah. can you help us break this down? Like, so how can the guys that are listening who are not, you know, risk-taking journalists diving into wars, like how can men take a sprinkle of what this guy has and apply it to their real lives? Like how can they also be the badass without smoking, with maybe with or without the bandana? You can do that even if you're an accountant. Like, how can they do this and express this to women? The exact same thing that's like, obviously making Kristen melt and gush over this guy. The only thing that's missing from that guy, he doesn't have knives at the end of his camera. So I think that would add. I'm sure he does. Maybe she left out that part. Sounds like it. I can picture this guy perfectly. Oh, Lord. Well, no, the other part that I'm leaving out that I should say is that he's not just all tough guy. Like he posts pictures of like, nature and sunsets and all of that stuff. So it's like the duality of this guy who looks kind of rough and tumble, but he's got, it's a real job. He's not like some bum who's rough and tumble. Along with this appreciation of beauty and nature. So it's that combination. And I'm like, oh God. Yes. Please look at me. That's you know? interesting. And you're a girl. And so girls don't usually really make the first move. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to really say anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to look from afar. But then have all of these other guys like wanting my attention and me just being so annoyed every time their text comes in. Wow. To answer the question simply, you have to be somewhere in the middle as a man. You can't be fully tough and you can't be fully weak. You have to strike that balance right in between the middle. And that's what I tell guys when they come to me and say, you know, I was wimpy boy for a year and it's really turned the woman off. Or macho boy comes to me, said, I, I hollered and screamed and she doesn't like me anymore. So you have to be somewhere in the middle. And the guy that Kristen is fantasizing about. I'm looking for the picture. <laughs> he is, according to Instagram, his profile, he is somewhere in the middle because Here's the thing. If you're too harsh or you're too weak, it's going to turn women off. But you have to be somewhere in the middle because guys don't understand that. Like, OK, if you buy flowers for a woman every day, that's after about the second or third day, that's going to be it's not going to be attractive. Right. You have to 
pick your spots. You have to be spontaneous. You have to do these things. What most guys do is they come in front heavy. And then when the girl doesn't like them, they get butt hurt and mad and say the girl was a manipulator, which guys do things out of sequence. That's the whole problem here. All the guys that are in her friend zone are nice guys, but they've done everything out of sequence, right? If they would do things in sequence, the flowers are nice, the texts are nice, all that kind of stuff is nice. But if you do things out of order, there he is, but a good guy. With a cigarette hanging yeah, down that's sexy. Like, it's sexy. I, that makes smoking look sexy. I'm into it now. <laughs> but they do things out of sequence. So this guy obviously doesn't care, and that's attractive. But you have to do things within sequence. Women like for you to move slow. And that, you know, a guy's slow is different than a woman's slow. A guy will think he's moving slow and be texting and doing things. And, and that, they're like, I played it really cool. No, you didn't. You didn't play it cool at all, you know. I actually talk about that a lot when I work with guys on banter. So I teach guys how to banter with women. And I use an analogy that they can visualize the same as a woman. So I say, think of roads, the speed of a road. Are you on a freeway going 75 miles an hour? Are you on you know, just a surface street that's 40 miles an hour. Are you in a parking lot two miles an hour? It's like the guys think they're going 40, but they're really going 75 miles an hour. And so if you can feel, if you can try to think of speeds like in that manner, I feel like it slows them down a little bit. You know, if you're boom, boom, if you're hitting this point and this thing and this thing and this thing, you're on the 70 mile an hour road. And she does not want to be on the freeway with you driving like lunatic. She wants to be on the 40 mile an hour road, not in the parking lot where you're going super slow and it's like just dragging. But she also doesn't want to be going, you know, crazy on that freeway either. Absolutely. You have to match and mirror what she's doing. If you're doing more than her or you're saying more things than her or sending more texts, you're going to turn her off, even if she likes you. If you're doing too much, or as the young kids say, if you're doing the most, you're going to get the most rejection. That's what's going to happen. That what the young kids say, you're doing the most? Interesting. I'm not young, so I think that's what they say. I just like saying the young kids. So <laughs> I love that. Okay, interesting. Well, so what is this sequence? Like, so lay this out for me. What is the sequence for doing all, all of these things? Like, and what are the things to avoid? So I know that you said going too fast, doing too much compared to her little, doing the most. like. But can you spell that out a little bit more, maybe giving an exact example of like this guy meets this girl and that would be really beneficial for I think the guys listening. Sure. I think if you look at it from a woman's perspective, does she like you? And then you go from there. Most guys go from their perspective. I like her, so I'm going to pursue her. Wrong. That's completely wrong. It doesn't matter how much you like her. It matters how much she likes you because it's obvious that an attractive woman, a lot of guys would like her, right? And she knows that. So if you like her and she doesn't like you back, it's a non-starter. And if you do all the wrong things, it'll never happen. So initially, if you find mutual interest, you guys like each other, you start out getting out of the friend zone by trying to create attraction. So 
taking her out on dates, setting dates, definite dates, not, hey, we should hang out sometime, maybe, kind of, if you want. That kind of stuff is going to get you firmly in the friend or what I call the family zone. You're like a cousin to me. You're like a brother to me. You're a good uncle. That's a bad right, right. zone to be in. You know, the friend zone, you can kind of get out of. But when somebody calls you a cousin, you can't date your family, at least where I come from. And where I come from as well. <laughs> Initially, you have to try to start from the jump trying to create attraction by being attractive, right? Flirting with the banter you all are yes. talking about. These are things that create attraction. Playing it safe and being the guy that is agreeable and being always available from the jump is not going to help you. So you have to create attraction, set up definite dates, and try to move on at a steady pace from there. If you don't do that, what a lot of guys do when they get in the friend zone, what happens is they're unclear to the woman. So they're always available. They're always, hey, you want to hang out? Maybe it doesn't matter. I'm sorry to bother you. They're always apologetic. They're putting the woman up on a pedestal. And when you put a woman on a pedestal, she doesn't feel safe because she's like, I cannot live up to this. I'm going to fall off this. Yeah. I can't live yeah. up to this guy's expectation of me because he's calling me beautiful every five seconds, right? I'm not that beautiful. I just want to be normal. So you have to go with a sequence of attraction, setting up definite dates, not being too eager and doing things like that. I love that. And I think the most important part that you said was that, I forget how you phrased it, but you were just like, you have to work on being awesome and attractive in the first stages. It's not about like being sexual with her. It's about being wonderful with her. And that's hard for a lot of guys to grasp. We actually just did a whole masterclass on this exact topic. And Jared, who was the expert who spoke about this, like really spent the first hour honing in on this, like told people how to be charming, how to have great conversation, how to really own that side of you. And then you start the escalation once you see that she's attracted. And I want to take a quick break and then I want to come back and talk to you about how to know she likes you. Because you said that, Jared said that, and I thought it was really interesting. So I want to have the guys understand more about how the hell do you know if she likes you after you're being the awesome guy that you are. So we'll be back with Mike Hartz after this. It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage as the tournament is finally upon us. Looking to wager this year? BetOnline is the number one spot for all your updated odds and information, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite casino games right from Vegas. The fastest and easiest way to wager on all the popular sports and games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly, and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. All right, we are back with Mike Hart, the owner and founder of the Heart-Centered Coaching and Speaking Company. And again, you hadn't said it before, but you told us, what's your website again? Mike Hart's you? No. MikeHartsNow.com. Now, sorry, now.com? Yes, that's correct. .com. Perfect. So guys, go check out that website. But Mike, I want to dive into how do you know when she likes you? So like a girl like Kristen, right? All these guys are stuck in her hoe and (laughs) obviously thinking there's some potential and some hope, but... There's not, but she must be giving them something for them to to hang on, right? So how do they know? What is the difference between a girl just enjoying their company versus, okay, like I see you that way now. Like, What are the indicators? What are the signs that say, I like you, I'm attracted to you. Let's see if this is more. Absolutely. I always say when a woman likes you, she helps you. So it's very simple. If you're sitting in that position and saying things like she's giving me hope or and she's not really trying you need to start from square one get Kristen's materials get marnie's material get this stuff inside of you so you know how to read signs so you know how to banter so you know how to create attraction most guys that come to us need to start from square one they need training they need materials because If you're sitting there going, man, she hasn't texted me for six months, but I know there was something there because seven months ago, she said something about liking my cat and, you know, she liked to be, you know, she said, remember that one time that I paid for all the groceries, she said I was the best guy in the world. She said I was a best friend. Yeah, that's what she meant. So like, in order to understand attraction, you have to be realistic. What is she doing? Is she helping you or is she not helping you? Is she calling you a best friend? Is she calling you a family friend? What is going on, really? Not what you think in your head, guys. I know what you hope for. Yeah. Stop projecting your feelings on these women and getting mad when it's not the way you want it. Can you give me some examples of helping you? Like, by helping you, does that mean that she's initiating contact, that she's helping move the conversation along instead of just responding? that she's potentially saying, like, let's hang out. Like, what, what is helping? It's like this. If you're out on a date with a woman, she could pat you on the back, right? A lot of women touch and not even know, okay? There's that touch. My mom does that. My friends do that, all that kind of stuff. That's cool. But there's a different type of touch, right? 
When a woman likes you, she touches your back. It feels different. Everything feels different when attraction is trying to be created by a woman. And the other thing is this. When a woman responds back three and four days later, that doesn't mean she's busy or has a a lot on her plate or anything like that. You're not priority to her. Not that that can change around, but we have to stop trying to create situations that are not there, right? The best thing for guys to do is find women that actually like them. I know that sound, that's a big revelation to a lot of guys. I know. Guys are like, oh, if only. Right. Why? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. finding women, it's going to be a lot easier if you find somebody who actually wants to go out with you. If you find somebody who's happy, women, if they're happy to be around you, if they're saying, oh, yeah, I can't wait, things like that, those are great signs rather than she didn't text me back in five days. Oh, her grandma came into town from Colorado four weeks in a row. All these things, you know. Right. Because women are put in a tough position because guys react really bad to rejection. So sometimes they Mm -hmm. have to make up things when you're acting needy and things like that. They have to do stuff like that to let your feelings down. So those are some of the signs when they like you, they help you. And it's very, very obvious. I love that. Kristen, what would be some of the ways that you help guys? Like, would you say that that's accurate? That if you're participating, if you're helping move things along, that that's an indicator that you're also on the same page. And I apologize to everybody. My cleaning ladies are here. So it's a little bit (laughs) noisy in the background. I'll put myself on mute while Kristen answers. Yeah, that's a sign to look for if she is moving things along. Um, One of the biggest indicators that you're in the friend zone is if you text a girl and she takes days to get back to you, that's like her saying you're in the friend zone. Like, hello. Like, it's literally girls speak for friend zone. And guys look at it like they're trying to read Chinese. It's not that difficult. So timing is a big way that she's communicating to you how she feels about you. So if she's not taking three days to get back to you or six days to get back to you, and she's engaging and she's wanting to learn about you and it's not the conversation isn't always about her she is saying that she's into you when a girl and a guy are say they're texting back and forth and it's going pretty quickly where it's in live time if the conversation is all about her she's not using you but she's using you to talk about her problems or you know whatever's going on in her life that she needs support with So if it's all about her, look at that. That means you're in the friend zone. If there is a mutual back and forth of her wanting to learn about you, her wanting to have you make her laugh so she's being playful, you know, if she's not being playful with you and she's just giving you straight up answers, that's a huge indicator as well. Let me ask you a question. Okay, so I know know that maybe you can't really answer this, but like maybe you could based on other friends that you have. So I'm even realizing later on in life, some of these rules change a bit when people are divorced, when they have kids, when I'm just trying to think of others, but like there's other situations going on in their life, right? Like 40 plus is the year of of the years of obligation or even like 35 plus are the years of obligation to other people. And so 
Even though people, I think, in that category want to be dating, there's a whole bunch of other obligations that sometimes take precedent, right? So what are the rules in that case? Like, is it okay if she takes a little bit longer to respond? And is that actually legit? Or is it really that she's not that interested and sees you as a friend? Well, if she's a 45-year-old woman with kids and she is taking a few days or is taking her time getting back to you, but is still moving things forward, that I think is reasonable for her to be showing interest in that way. Again, yes, she probably has things going on. But if she's a 45-year-old woman with children and she's taking several days to respond and it's always about her, it's kind of, I think, going back to that, then she's friend-zoned you. No, she's not doing it. You're in the friends. <laughs> I don't, you know. yeah. But no, but I, I completely agree with I you. I think when you're older, you do get a pass more on the time, but not completely. You know, they do have other people that they're responsible for, but to send back a quick text to show that like you care about the person, I don't think is unreasonable when you have other stuff going on. But if that does happen, if she's wanting to know more about you, then she's interested even if there's a time gap. I want to make one mention about my sister-in-law. So my sister-in-law is now remarried. She met somebody in August and got engaged in October and got married in December. Like she is, wow, head over heels. He's 50 something. She's, that's a 75 mile an hour highway. <laughs> She's 44, but like she knew. But the interesting thing, so she has girls who are 12 and 15. And, and I didn't think this was going to be her. She was like diehard just for her kids. Ex has not on the picture anymore. But as soon as she met him, she was all about him and like kind of abandoned her kids a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I like even do still think when you're in that category, when love hits you and attraction hits you, you go back to being the schoolgirl. I completely agree with everything that you said, 100%. Like I think that later in life, you're not texting back and forth every minute, right? You don't have the time to do that. But as you said, the indicator is still helping move it along, asking questions about you, pushing things towards a date and actually seeing each other, even if it's complicated to make it happen. All of those things are are indicators for sure. Mike, we've been ignoring you for a bit. I'm sorry that you haven't spoken that much in the past like five minutes, but I think this is really good information for like a woman to also share. But Mike, I love everything that you've said about the friend zone. I think this everything that you have shared is really important and completely accurate. And I I like that you talked a lot about this sequence that guys have to follow. And the sequence, if people still aren't picking up on it, the sequence is in the beginning, you don't hold back. You don't cut off that sexual side of you. Not sexual, but like playful side of you. You be charming. You be charismatic. You be inquisitive. You be interesting. Exactly like the things that Kristen talked about. You don't hold back on who you are. And when you see that there's a response to you and she's into you, that's when you move things forward and go for that next step. And there will be no friend zone anymore, at least not one that you're choosing to be a part of. So Mike, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this information with the guys. I think that it's very valuable information. Again, go to mikeheartsnow.com. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Yeah.
And if you want to get any bantering advice from Kristen, who did not have a time lag this time. It's amazing. Riverside has worked for us. It's, it was fantastic, this episode. Usually there's like a time lag, which is annoying. But please go to kristenandchill.com and she has banter sessions where she will teach you how to get step one of this sequence down, which is bantering and being playful and having fun and not cutting yourself off and holding yourself back. And if you want other advice on flirting and how to become a man women want, go to winggirlmethod.com. I'm still surprised that we're still doing this podcast after like seven years. Now we're on like episode 450, which is just absolutely insane. But I still learn new things every single week. And I'm glad that we did this episode on the friend zone again, because we haven't talked about it in a while. Ask Women Podcasts, new ones come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show. Do not download and waste your time downloading. That time can be used for dating and interacting with women. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. <laughs>